Hello, everybody. It is Friday, February 8th. Yes, yes. good work. Wow. I am so sleep deprived. <laughs> it is unreal. Um, as much as there's nothing that I love more than seeing your face bright and early on a Friday morning, <laughs> I really should have done myself a favor and gone to bed before 4 a.m. Yeah, that's that's a terrible call. Yeah, but it is the call I made. It is the choice that I unfortunately decided to go with. So what is that? You've made your bed now sleep in it too? <laughs> I, or not sleep in it. <laughs> or not sleep in it, in my case, I guess. Um, I mean, I was up until one doing homework, and I literally like. <laughs> oh, I don't have that excuse. I thought I thought I was bad. I can't even imagine what you're feeling. But no. I'm also a morning person, so it makes oh, a difference. Gosh, no, we're just gonna be chugging espresso till the end of this episode, uh, <laughs> until the end of this session, and we'll make it out of it that way. Um, Thursday, or it is not Thursday. We didn't record yesterday because just horrible road conditions as you know yeah sen sending a car off the road yeah wasn't wasn't the best idea but St everybody's okay the car is fine somehow good um and also there was so many people my dad works around the area where we spun off and he was like hey you would not believe how many spinoffs i saw like don't worry about it like mistakes happen just you know maybe don't drive in these conditions <laughs> next time yeah yeah. Which, like, hindsight being twenty twenty, yeah, it was really stupid. It's all right. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. That, yeah. Anytime um, you go off the road is kind of terrifying. Yeah, of course. Um, but also on that, uh, I don't know what. I'm trying to think of a good segue, and it's not working. There's no good segue. Um, Let's talk about the let, Sunday. <laughs> I was going to say, rest in peace, Frank Robinson. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. One, an MLB great, absolute legend, uh, just passed away the other day. And mm -hmm. um, this is a guy who doesn't get i think as much recognition as he deserves so i just want to take a second to say rest in peace and condolences to his family i don't know how you do this yeah no i, I don't yeah. know how you do it either but great job i just want to bring it up um We're sunday gonna that was professional <laughs> i lost my bet oh yeah you did yeah so both your bets actually because you bet on the kickers too uh, yeah i doubled down and got just shafted on it <laughs> i i i can't fathom how the league's best offense in the Rams. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday, how the league's best offense only was able to score three points and couldn't enter the red zone. Yeah. Don't get it. Yeah. Have no explanation for that. I've had a couple friends ask me. I had family members ask me what was going on. Like, I'm some football savant all of a sudden, <laughs> and, like, I have all the answers. Listen, if Sean McVay can't figure it out, I can't figure it out. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> No, that game was crazy. I mean, I was watching it, like, you know, eating my cheese dip, doing what you do on Super Bowl Sunday. and yeah, I Eating was, everything in sight as yeah, you do on of, Super of Bowl course. Sunday. Of course. And I was so bored. Oh, yeah. And it, I saw, like, oh, my God, I can't remember the guy's name, but he absolutely ranted on, like, ESPN or something the next morning. And he was like, oh, I'm bored. I can't watch. Well, then don't watch the game. Like, screamed. It was bad. And I was like... Dude, it was a boring game. Like, Dude, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like, it was a boring game. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, listen, I saw that rant, and I thought it was absolute bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it was crap. It, and here's the only reason why. You are allowed to objectively say, you can watch a game and go, that was boring. 
just yeah. the same way you can watch a movie and go, that was boring, or a TV show and go, that was boring. Fuck, you can play a video game and be like, get to the end and go, that was boring. Yeah, just because it was Super Bowl Sunday doesn't mean the game is going to be the most exciting thing in the world. I mean, there was so much hype around it. And like, first of all, I paid Manning commercial in the very <laughs> beginning. That hyped me up. I was ready to run through a brick wall for that game. But there was so much hype around it, and then it just kind of fell flat, which I feel like is okay to say. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I mean, think that's unreasonable. Nobody looked great outside of Julian Edelman, who looked phenomenal all game. Oh, yeah. I was, called it first quarter. I looked yeah. at my dad, and I was like, if Patriots win, he gets MVP. Oh, of course. Well, they threw. he was the only person on offense that I would say did anything yeah. that whole game. He was outstanding. Um, And, you know, it, it just – it was boring, and I, I really – there's no other way to describe it. The Patriots win again. The Rams are held to three points. I mean, what in that game and, – and I can't remember who it was that made a good point to me. In every single game, I feel like there's a moment that you remember. Mm-hmm. In the Super Bowl against the um, – when they played the Eagles, the Patriots-Eagles, you remember the Philly special, Nick Foles catching that touchdown pass in the end sure. zone. In the Patriots game against the Falcons, you remember Julian Edelman catching that ball somehow between three defenders, like a centimeter off the turf. Yeah. you. There are moments you remember. Yeah, of course. What do you remember from this game? What do you look back on and say, that that was the moment? The only thing I can maybe string together is the interception yeah. that the Patriots had. Uh, for me, personally, mm-hmm. it's post-game <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I it's got. It's the end. It's the final score. Yeah. Or that... or the NFL 100 commercial. <laughs> That's the moment I remember. From the NFL game. 100 commercial is a letdown only because Roger Goodell <laughs> didn't get punched in the face by someone. <laughs> that would have been legendary. I would have loved that. The commercial was great, though. Um, yeah. But no, I honestly felt like it was post-game seeing the reporters swarm Tom Brady. And like, for me, that was my moment. And I don't know if it's because I'm a journalism major or whatever. Sure. But like, Tom Brady has already been cemented as one of the greats, right? And then like, that moment for me was really cool to see like him breaking the record and whatever. Right. You're giving me a look right now. I'm just, I'm like trying to, you know. I don't, I don't know. I just don't – I can't get excited about it. I just love the story of it all. I know, but even the story, like even Tom Brady breaking it, it's sort of a duh for me. That's you know, fair. It, Honestly, it just, that's fair. It feels like it already happened for some reason. Yeah. And so – and I'm not saying Because like, he's just that good. Well, yeah, and I'm not saying in the tense of now where obviously it just happened on Sunday. Sure. I mean before Sunday, it just sort of felt like something that already happened, that we knew was going to happen, that was inevitable – that like to say the least like we've always said it with them i will believe it when i see it yeah and i haven't seen it i haven't seen them fail as of late um to anybody not named nick Foles or eli manning and yeah you know that's just how it is so yeah it you know i get where you're coming from on that it just it didn't resonate with me yeah you know it's just funny because usually if we were talking about the Super Bowl, this would be like at least a half hour segment. Yeah. And like. Oh, we're eight minutes in. Yeah, eight minutes. Barely. For the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we spent the first few minutes just ranting about our lives. That's true. Yeah. I Yikes. mean, it's it just nothing to talk about. 
and that's fine i guess that would be i feel like you'd be more fine because here's the deal i feel like this happens more than people really let on in the nf in the nfl there are games on any given sunday that are boring of course earlier this year the ravens and the browns had a game that was nine to nine or whatever it was going into overtime oh no that is a boring game inherently i because it's the super bowl though it's gonna be looked at in a different light it's gonna be you know there's gonna be a sage set and expectation i think people a lot of people were expecting you know a high scoring game yeah of course not a lot of defense the two best offenses in the nfl arguably yeah two of them for sure and of course you would expect a high scoring game right and and so you know, I had one friend who's even talking to me before the game. They said, I'm really hoping that this will be another Rams versus Chiefs. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting quite that level of scoring and quite sure. that, you know, chaos that was that game. But we just didn't get anywhere near that. Yeah. We didn't get anywhere near our scoring predictions. We didn't get anywhere no, near not what even we close. thought was going to happen. What did, what did I say? Like 31-28 or something? I yeah, we were both within a point of each other, yeah. but yeah, it was like thirty-one twenty-eight. We'll say was our score prediction as yeah. a show. Um, we were nowhere near that. No, not even close. Like it, it didn't happen. Todd Gurley really wasn't anything to behold. You know, I I'm trying to think of something on their offense that I can say was a positive, but they I mean, didn't even move the ball. Yeah, everything fell flat. Punting looked great. <laughs> very efficient we had the nfl's longest punt with that was a record i think in the mm-hmm. super bowl and then jesus christ that's not the record you want to break in a super bowl. it was the, the longest punt in a super bowl that's like, still not the record you want to break no i know it was like 64 yards or something like that which oh, seemed shorter than i thought it would have been but whatever um and then we had broke another record which was the longest super bowl without a touchdown yeah cool once again not the record you want to break cool <laughs> like this it, it was we we're joking it's like big 10 football run the ball punt the ball run the ball punt the ball sure you know, it really wasn't anything to behold moving on from that because i'm out of things to talk about same the uh, maybe bud lights game of thrones crossover that was kind of fun bizarre it was kind of fun no yeah it was it. it was fun but yeah. it was all it, i don't know Rest the commercials were also to kind the of bud weird. night <laughs> um but yeah outside of that i don't know do you have anything else to add to this um i was happy to see the clydesdales back in the budweiser commercial okay i was yeah. <laughs> we'll do a whole episode talking right. about the commercials, it's just the commercials. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll analyze each one uh no i don't really have anything else gotcha um well on that note moving on basketball news just broke uh, last night this hurts yeah i know um that now Kansas, the University of Kansas, is going to be down another player because LeGerald Vick has personal matters to attend to. I'll pull up the press release that KU put out um, basically discussing the whole situation and saying, you know, he's not going to play. Yeah. It, it's just... And oh. it's it's a really quick message like basically was like he's taking a leave of absence for personal reasons i have it right here well gerald has some personal matters that require his immediate attention and he will be taking a leave of absence from our team during this time we will respect gerald's privacy there's no timetable for his return yeah exactly that it just that doesn't sound good yeah 
Well, um, his mom told the Kansas City Star she wanted him home in Memphis, Tennessee, uh-huh. and said, quote, we need him there for a couple weeks. I need him. There's a lot going on, but it'll work out. Yeah. And <laughs> so whatever's going on, uh, wish him the best. Yeah, of um, course. You know, from a personal standpoint, obviously, your personal life takes precedent over basketball. Yeah, of course. And I mean, with that, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> sound like anything good is happening. So no, no. You got to... You got to do what you got to do. You got to be there for family, especially when your mom says, I need you. Like, come on. You got to go to your mom in that time. Right. Of course. But now. Kansas is looking at a lineup that could mean starting two bench players. They also thought about burning another red shirt. I saw today. Yep. There's there's that consideration for Elijah Elliott. I think. Is that who's oh, red? That shirt's was on? not the name I saw. Hang on. Let me find it. Um. I saw something that someone said they were looking at maybe having Elijah Elliott play the season just for the sake of having some depth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is not an ideal situation for the university. This is not an ideal for the situation for the team. Um, and obviously not an ideal situation for LeGerald um, yeah. with whatever's going on uh, with him and his family. Um, but yeah, this is a Kansas team now. We, just lost to Kansas State. That one hurt. <laughs> We're the, at basically the middle of the conference and relative to basketball rankings, which is a strange feeling at this point in the season because oh, usually we're at least in the running for first or second at a minimum. Yeah. Like genuinely, I feel like at a minimum, they're in the re- running for first and second right now. Yeah, and I saw uh, <clears throat> somebody had tweeted that, you know, last year we had two Big 12 losses at the same time, and we ended up winning by two games. And they were like, so, you know, don't think that we can't come back, but very different teams. Right. I mean, Very different situations. They're, they're a game and a half back right now. Mm-hmm. They're 17 and 6 overall and 6 and 4 in the Big 12. Yeah. So it, it just, it's not promising. No, and it's now, really not. I honestly hot take i think the streak is over and i think that you know i'm happy that we got it but honestly and i saw somebody on online who had said you know i'm almost wanting the streak to be over because i think it'll take less pressure or it'll take pressure off of the guys and then like come march that's Mm -hmm. when the pressure comes on which i think is kind of an interesting way to look at it um i don't want the streak to be over obviously i just think that's where we're at yeah i i anytime you show up to a program especially a blue blood like Mm -hmm. Kansas. And we have this, like there is a lot of pressure from the fan base because we have won 14 straight conference championships, which is insane. Like, I don't think people like grasp because we're so fortunate as a fan base. I don't think people are like, wait, that's crazy. Right. I don't think people fully understand how much that is. Yeah. That's really amazing. Like that's next level. And like, I, I don't know. I'm looking at it from the side of, like, it's disappointing, it's sad, but I'm not going to be like, this team sucks, and, like, be upset about it, because it was such a cool thing. Right, and, and but anytime you show up to a program like this, especially for our freshmen, there's a ton of pressure. Yeah. You can see it everywhere. Yeah. You can see it in the stands with the signs that people hold up. You can see it online, on social media. The expectation is win or bust. And that's it. Win the conference or, you know, it's a bust. And everyone, that's what's weird about this is I think that everyone you ask would rather have a successful postseason 
than win the Big 12. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you rather see your team go to a Final Four than win the Big 12 Conference? At this point, because we have the record, sure. Yeah. But, like... Like, that's how I look at it, is I'd so much rather see us have a successful March and, like... A like another win for the Big Twelve would be awesome, mm-hmm. but I would so much rather see us do well in March. Right, and and here's what I think has happened. I think because we've won fourteen straight, because the university uh, has been so dominant in this sport over the last, so we'll say two decades, really. Yeah. Uh, in the conference, fair. I don't know how many conference titles they have over the last two decades, but it's definitely a strong, strong majority. Yeah. And honestly, they've been dominant in the conference since it was the big eight since way back when we'll go all the way back to wilt yeah like they have been just dominant yeah and that's fine you know you're the second winningest program of all time you should be that kind of level of dominant second winningest okay yeah i it's true i sorry i still don't believe it but you just find wins sorry we're not gonna (laughs) that's not the rant for today um but regardless of that i think it's become the Big 12 championship, especially over the past decade, has just sort of been something we expect. Mm-hmm. You expect to see it. You expect to have them win. And anything else would be wrong. Yeah. Or like just it doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem reasonable or feasible or whatever you want to say. It's just there's the expectation that, yeah, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There's yeah. no other like there's no in between. There's no, ooh, we might be competing. The expectation is we are going to win. I think the more compelling and interesting story though, and I know this is something that I've heard people talk about for sure. Do you remember last year when we were saying this is the team that's going to ruin like ruin the streak? Oh yeah. The streak will end. For sure. We won't get it. We don't have the depth. This is the team. They're not going to do anything in March, but wait till next year. We're going to be loaded. Yeah. Like yeah, the, last year sure. was supposed to be the team that did nothing and then look where we ended up right and and we are now at a point where it's i i don't know we're, we're at a point where kansas state is the top team in the conference right now oh, that hurts followed by Honestly. iowa state baylor and texas tech and then you have kansas that's just it's weird how's texas tech above us when we just beat them uh that's just how the espn big 12 rankings are laid out they've played one more game overall oh okay gotcha uh or won one more game overall they're 18 and 5 or 17 and 6 because also i was at that texas tech game that was a fun game to be at (laughs) and that was one of the only complete games that team has put together all year because i haven't really seen another performance like that since what maybe the champions classic yeah since we played tennessee since maybe marquette yeah that Villanova was a fun game, though. Was still a tough ass game, and that game honestly gave me that game. That team, that wow, what am I saying? That game <laughs> gave me hope for that team mm-hmm. because I was like, we have the potential. Obviously, we have the talent, and even if we're down, Silvio, Doak, Mar- Marcus Garrett, like everybody, it didn't matter. We were still able to come out on top. Right. That gave me a lot of hope. Yeah. K State did not. <laughs> and if you don't know. Uh, Kansas is now down their best big man mm-hmm. in Udoka Azubuki. We lost Silvio DeSosa yeah. to a bullshit NCAA. And yeah. frankly, I'm not even saying that him being suspended for a little bit is bullshit. It's I'm how long he was suspended him being for. suspended for two years. That's insane. 
nuts. I mean, that is ridiculous. Was it you I talked with about like the whole Josh Selby thing? Yeah, yeah. He took five grand personally and he got nine games. Nine games, really. And Sylvia DeSosa, they're talking about twenty five hundred dollars, whatever. And now he's gotten two years. And he didn't even take it himself. His guardian took it. Yeah, and it's been proved in court that he had no knowledge of it. it. Whatever. So you're down, oh, Sylvia. DeSosa. That was the other thing. Sorry to cut you off again. At the mm-hmm. game when they when Sylvia walked out, and he was like in his like really nice looking suit, whatever. The crowd went wild. Oh yeah, and you, there was you a texted point, me about that. Yes, I was like crying. There was a point during a timeout where like they showed him on like the the big screen, and the crowd went wild. And mm-hmm. um, you see, you can hear the student section uh chanting free to Sosa, and then um, who was it next to him? Uh, David McCormack like nudges him and he, you can I like read his lips and he said that's for you man and I was like oh my god my heart right yeah it's it it's is... so hard to watch such a good kid be punished like this well it, it just it sucks because he's been kept out in good faith yeah you know by the university he could have maybe in theory been playing this season um while the investigation was going on but he's been kept out in good faith. Mm-hmm. And so now he's missed basically a whole season. Yeah. He's missed a chance to develop. And the NCAA came down with a, frankly, punitive punishment on him. Yeah. But you're down Udoka, mm-hmm. your best big man. You're down Silvio DeSosa, a great rebounder and someone who, with Final Four, four experience mm-hmm. who's played in big games like the game we beat Duke um, and others in that tournament. You're down Marcus Garrett. Your best defender, your best guard defender, yeah. for sure. To what, a sprained ankle, right? Uh, yeah, they said high ankle sprain, but yeah. he was in a tall walking boot. Yeah, and that, so that concerned me. People are speculating it might be something <coughs> else. Um, he's being held out for the time being, and now you've lost LeGerald Vick, one of your leading scorers, mm-hmm. and one of your most explosive. Whether he's hot and cold or not, mm-hmm. he is one of the more explosive scorers on the team. And he's also like... He's a guy who, when he gets hot, the whole team can, like, mm-hmm. feed off of that energy. Like, I saw that at the Texas Tech game. It was crazy. When he started hitting threes, just the whole team. You could see – I, I literally saw the fire get lit under their ass. Like, it was incredible. And there was also that weird, like, fight – not fight, but, like, scuffle, I guess. Yeah. That happened in a that game. A basketball fight. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And but Dotson was also great. He gives me hope for the future for sure. Um, yeah, it's just it, they're down four. We've lost, you know, a quarter of our team, basically a quarter of our really we'll say of our rotation. Because mm-hmm. if you want to say that there's twelve guys in the roca- rotation potentially, we've lost four. Yeah, <laughs> and that is just it's ESPN described it perfectly. Um, Mitch Sherman, he's an ESPN staff writer. He said, described LeGerald Vick's loss as another gut punch yeah. for Kansas in exactly. its bid to win its 15th straight Big 12 regular season crown. And that's just how that's it is. true. It is a gut punch. Mm-hmm. There is no other possible way to describe this. Yeah. Um, But at this point, I think we've all just sort of accepted streaks over. Streaks over at Kansas. 
Well, then can I give you can I give you a good story to end this terrible KU news on? Yes. Because my dad told me this. I didn't know this story. Okay. So I went with him to him, my mom, and my sister. We all went to the Texas Tech game together. Mm-hmm. Had a really great time. It was fun. And um, we were talking later about like our family's history of like going to Allen Fieldhouse, whatever. And he told me that the first time I went was when he had season tickets with one of his friends Mm -hmm. and his friend couldn't go and my mom couldn't go. So he was like, you know what? I'll take my daughter and we'll go and like have a good time. I'm six months old. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're six months, six months old at your first Allen Fieldhouse game. Yes. That's, that's my family. So he goes over to the statue of Fog Allen and he raises me like Simba from the Lion King. (laughs) And he goes, Dr. Allen meet emma emma meet dr allen you're kidding i swear to god and he goes i had to have my lion king moment and introduce you to dr fog allen and i think it's the best story ever you know now if i ever or next time i get to meet your family yeah say hi to them that'll be the first thing i talk to your dad (laughs) is that not the greatest story though yeah that that's pretty awesome (laughs) i won't lie that's pretty that's pretty awesome but um or more funny than anything else but we're gonna take a break thank you so much for joining us on the easy sports podcast when we come back we're gonna talk about some nba free agency because you know lebron is now taking lebron and Giannis are now taking shots at the nba and during we got the fantasy social media draft, or the all-star draft if you want to call it that yeah and we got social media that's starting weird trade rumors and yeah it's wild it's been crazy but Like we said, thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast. We'll be right back after this break. All right, welcome back to the Easy Sports Podcast. And you are just stressed. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. I'm mostly, I'm mostly okay with it. Yeah. You want to explain just... why to anybody? Give them a little context. No. Even all right. Well, I'll give you context. <laughs> um, it is Emma's birthday on Saturday, and a few of our friends, we have decided to do some. Well, we got a surprise basically planned yeah. for Emma, and if you don't know Emma. That means she's going to stress about it for, well, now the next 24 hours-ish. Yeah. It's been the last week, though. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. I told everybody who was, like, involved in my birthday, like, the core five of us, I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I really want to do something small. Like, if we're doing anything at all, let's just do dinner. Right. And then they were like, no, you have to do something else. You have to do something else. So I was like, okay, then let's all go to the KU game on Saturday. Like, that'll mm-hmm. be fun whatever and they were like okay we can do that but we're also gonna go get breakfast and there's gonna be something else and i was like what no like this is an all-day affair now and they were like yeah we're gonna do something else after um after we go get dinner yep there was something else and then your friends dragged me into it right and then you got worried well i found out about it and i was so excited because you had originally planned an escape room Mm -hmm. and those are my favorite things like i'm such a puzzle nerd like i love escape rooms (laughs) Um, and I what? love escape no. room. I think they're so fun. And so I was so excited. And then I slowly found out that this was not the case anymore, Mm-mm. that 
everyone ref- got their money refunded mm-hmm. and decided to do a different surprise for yep. me. <sighs> We've been throwing you curveball after curveball after curveball. <laughs> I was told I was going to a strip club and oh yeah we had a we had a fake liability document drafted it was edited ready to send emma's freaking out (laughs) she has no idea what is going on and it is perfect it is everything i could have imagined it being in hindsight probably super funny like very funny yeah for me i was so stressed about it yeah unreasonably so not unreasonably i would say unreasonably if we Go to a strip club. Yeah. How much fun do you think I'm going to have? A lot. None. Yeah. I will have no fun. And no. then I'll feel like a buzzkill to everybody else at the party. And we'll, then that'll make me feel bad on my birthday. We'll have a great time. There'll be confetti, lots of glitter. It'll be great. Oh, my God. I still find... Did you... Okay. I did a project. Oh, no. Last April. Yep. And I used a ton... For the writer's fair here. And I said... Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got nominated by my English professor. It was kind of like an honor. Okay, thing. all right, all right. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm trying it. not to laugh. Uh-huh. God. <laughs> anyway, so I get nominated for the Writers' Fair, and I <laughs> do my... <laughs> it's not funny. I was excited okay, about I'm it. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep it going. <sighs> so hey, I, pretend I'm not here. <laughs> so I have this paper that he really liked. He nominated me, and I had to make it into another project. So I made it into this like big ass trifold poster. Yeah. And it was the paper was my film review on uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It, which is <laughs> a hysterical movie. Um, and it is. I'm sure it's really funny. Yeah, it's a Mel Brooks movie. Okay. Um, but it's like a parody of Dracula. And so for this, I thought it'd be super cool if like on the poster I drew Dracula's castle and then had a river of blood. But I was like, ooh, but what if the blood was glitter? Oh my god. So So you hold on, so <laughs> you used a bunch of glitter and now you still find pieces still of it, find it in everywhere. your living room. Probably in your couch, in your it's, bed. It's and, everywhere. And it was at my dorm last year. Oh was where this happened. So like it's not even a, oh here's the picture of it. You look so happy. That is a really huge happy. amount of glitter. It's so much. Wow. Jeez. It's so much. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, th- you are going to be very happy about your surprise or very upset. I haven't decided what? yet. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's more fun to just more. fuck with you a little bit and make you think something horrible is going to happen. Everybody um, else has said that I'm going to have a really good time. And I trust y'all. Y'all are my friends. You know me. So. Ooh, bad call. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I trust everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's a good correction. <laughs> um, if it were up to me, let's mm-hmm. just be glad it's not up to me. Yeah, let's be very um, glad. Yeah, but anyway, back to sports. The reason that you probably tune into this outside of <laughs> me giving Emma shit and yeah. laughing about writers' fairs. Um, it was fun. I'm it really was a happy good for experience. you. It wouldn't be something I'd enjoy. I'm sorry for laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. Before we talk about free agency, let's sort of segue into it with your favorite parent. Oh, my dad God. Dad of the year I forgot in your this. mind. The best person you th- you said to me, your idol, <laughs> I believe, LeVar Ball, um, went on Undisputed uh, yesterday, it was, and should I just play the audio? Yeah. All right. I'm just There's gonna no pl- other transition. I'm just going to play the audio because I really don't know how to explain this. 
I don't know if you noticed, there's a guy on uh, Lonzo's team. What's his name? Um, and Lonzo is not the best player on that team now. Are you crazy? Are you saying Lonzo better than LeBron? Yes. Well, I'll see. You, you lost hey, me hey, on that. Hey, hey, I'll lose you again. There. I'll lose you again. You can't go there. LeBron getting older. I mean, I'll make Zoe better than LeBron if I'm coaching because I'm going to let him loose. And you're going to have hell Wait, Thank you for cutting that off. Yeah, just Lonzo better than Levar or LeBron. I I can't say I'm surprised. I can't say that this is shocking at all in the slightest no, because it's, it's not. Still horrifying. But I just I I think about this from where I would be like if my dad was walking around cuz earlier this week um LeVar came out and said he doesn't want his son going to the Pelicans. He thinks that'd be horrible. He wants his son in Phoenix. He, later on in this episode, he says, uh, he talked about, because I watched the whole thing. I exposed myself to all of that toxic radiation. Wow. Um, you yeah. are braver than the truth. <laughs> I exposed myself to both Skip Bayless Oof. and LeVar Ball at the same time. Oh, my God. I know. Are you okay? Horrible. No, Should I'm getting going to a, hospital? I'm going to get an MRI today. <laughs> um, check for brain tumors. Um <laughs> Shannon Sharp's great. Love him. Um, but anyway, LeVar in that show talks about how he didn't want his sons playing for the Pelicans or Lonzo playing for the Pelicans, how he wants Lonzo to go to Phoenix if he's going to be traded, how LeBron can't win a championship without Lonzo. I'm sorry. What? There are so many better players in the league than Lonzo Ball. And LeBron is in Los Angeles. L.A. can basically get whoever they want mm -hmm. if the player is willing to go there. They they have everything, every facility, every resource. You're in L.A., which is very appealing for a lot of athletes. Um, Lonzo is not the end-all, be-all of LeBron's legacy because he never has and he never will be. He's a 20% free uh, three-point shooter and 41% from the line this year. Wow, Zach, that's a really hot take, saying that Lonzo's not the best player in the league. I know, remarkable, right? No, and like, it's literally what we talked about over the break. I think this is the polar vortex of takes. This yeah. is the coldest take I've ever heard in my life. No, I know. It, it's it's horrible, and it, I, I highly honestly... recommend going and watching the video, oh, no. and just to see, watch Shannon Sharp's reaction. I just, yeah, that's true. Like, But I hate even talking about this, because, I mean... I just hate even talking about LeVar Ball because mm. it's like the more clicks he gets, like the I know crazier he's your stuff least favorite person. Yeah. I just cannot stand this guy. But but back to my original point, thinking about this, I always put myself in Lonzo's shoes mm -hmm. and where I would be at. <laughs> like if. Sorry, I'm just picturing you like dad. Yeah. No, I would be like, dad, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk to the media. Don't talk to anybody. Don't open your mouth about this. It's not your business. And frankly, my dad would never. Yeah, of course not. Absolutely not. Your dad not. is a normal person <laughs> and is sane. So, of course, he would never. It, it just, this doesn't, I don't get what is accomplished if you're this kid's father by going out and trashing his teammates, by saying he's the best player on the team, by, for all intensive purposes, kind of ruining some of the chemistry that is on that team yeah of course you are you you're just shitting on the other players on that team and expecting your son to be fine like and just 
take the flack in the locker room, take whatever comes his way in the locker room. And I hear of all the time, the biggest argument I get against, like, because I'm not a fan of how involved LeVar is he in is his son's life. He's the worst helicopter parent I've ever seen in my life. Right. Like, I need a stronger word. <laughs> right. I don't give a crap that they create a big baller brand. I don't give a crap that Lonzo wears big baller brand shoes or whatever, and that's his sponsor. Fine. That's your business. Yeah. But you need to separate your personal opinions from your son's career because your personal opinions, let's be honest, an NBA GM don't give a fuck about what LeVar thinks. Yeah, of course not. I don't care. And there's also, like, I've seen the argument that he's just trying to do, like, personal branding for his son or whatever. But that's not the way you do it. And right. also, that's not accurate. There's Keep no developing way this the brand. branding. Keep developing Big Baller brand or Yeah, I mean, do, do what you gotta that's do, fine. I guess. Yeah. But you don't have to do it in this way with being such a, like... You don't need to come on... Ugh, person. <laughs> right. You don't need to come on talk shows yeah. and talk about how Magic Johnson's just a face. He doesn't have anything to do with the organization. He just talks Ugh. well, blah, 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 See, blah. See, I hadn't even heard that. Now it, I'm just sad again. It, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. And yeah. now, you know, he's talking about how the sons, they're going to take, you know, he's like, I'll send my son to, or my son will go to Phoenix and the sons will take LaMelo and Jello and Lonzo and they will run this lead. I just, no, they won't, LeVar. Well, and here's the other thing is I know it's completely unfair, but this, like, almost makes me not like Lonzo. And I know it's so unfair, but see, I'm like... See, I can't support... I can't get behind that. I No, I'm not saying it's... I just, like, when I see him, I associate him with, like, LeVar. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I just don't even want to, like, see it. And I, like, wish Lonzo the best and everything. Like, I'm not rooting for this guy to fail. Hmm. But I'm almost just like, ugh, I don't want to see anything about him. Because I know it's going to circle back to LeVar. And I don't want to hear anything about that. And I just, I just don't like the situation. Yeah. I don't you cannot you cannot say to the media like on national television my son is better than LeBron James especially when LeBron is your son's teammate. Yeah. Who is the definitive face of that franchise? There is no question. <laughs> it's not Lonzo. Yeah. Lonzo's not even the best player from that draft class. Kyle Kuzma is yeah. on that team. I, you just can't do these things. Shannon Sharp literally looks like he's about to pull Lavar's head off. Oh yeah. On set, like he he just looks so like you are an idiot, Which sir. Which is a normal person reaction. Right, but before we go off the rails too much, ranting about uh, Lavar and his, we'll call him antics. Um, <laughs> That's the nicest word possible. Uh, I'm yeah. We're gonna keep it. <laughs> um, we'll call him antics for now. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about free agency, or the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, the biggest trades, I would probably say, were Chris Stapps going to Dallas. That was a big one. For sure. Um, and then coming up towards the trade deadline, uh, we had Harrison Barnes was traded in the middle of the game. Yeah. In the middle of the game to uh, the Kings for Zach Randolph and Justin Jackson. Mark Gasol is heading to Toronto for Jonas Valachunas um, and a couple other things. Ennis Cantor was waived. Um, so was Wesley Matthews by the Knicks. Uh, let's see. Reggie Bullock was acquired from Detroit by the Lakers. And Svi Mikhailuke was sent to the Pistons uh, with a future second-round draft pick. Which I'm sure you're very happy about. Very happy. Couldn't be happier. Um, 
just for the sake of him being on the team. I'm really happy about it. Um, The 76ers acquired Tobias Harris and Boban Marjanovic, who is my favorite duo in the NBA, Mm -hmm. uh, Bobby and Toby, uh, for a lot. There was a lot of moving components in that trade, but that's really the, you know, the big part of it. Um, it, it, the trade that everyone wanted to see didn't happen. Yeah. Anthony Davis wasn't traded. It never happened. I thought we were going to have news to break and to talk about and yeah. to analyze, uh, whether it was him going to LA or him going to Boston. I thought we would have something to talk about. Well, we do have something to talk about because this was one of the biggest, not the biggest story. One of the biggest stories I saw surrounding this specific story um, was that he had liked and then unliked a picture on Instagram suggesting a tr- like a six player trade for him to go to the Lakers. Yeah. And people freaked. They were like, oh my God, it's happening. Like, that's what it means. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, well, it's the social media how- coverage around right. this was incredible. Yeah. And it turns out, Apparently, the Pelicans had been leaking the trade information this entire time to social media just to destroy the Lakers team chemistry. And it's like this plot that is insane. It's it's evil genius types of great. (laughs) It is so much fun for me. This is why I will say the NBA trade deadline, NBA trade deadline, NBA free agency. It is the best time. Yeah to like watch the league outside of the playoffs probably um because there is no other league that has this much drama surrounding the trade deadlines and it's amazing major league baseball trade deadlines are very very fun because it all happens so quickly yeah but i think that's the only one that can even rival and even that i don't see as much petty drama that's what i'm saying is it is even in that it's not as dramatic it's just it's more analytical it's like oh what does this mean for teams and who's going where and stuff like that like the only drama thing i remember in the last few years was uh wilmer flores of the mets crying in the middle of the game because he had heard he'd gotten traded and then it ended up not being the case right yeah but like that was really it and even that was just sad that wasn't even drama right the nba is by far the most dramatic oh it's it's fun it i always during this time of year i go to woge's twitter account I turn on notifications, follow him, turn on notifications, and just let him rain. Yeah. Because Woj bomb after Woj bomb, I was constantly picking up my phone yesterday looking for something about Anthony Davis being yeah. traded, um, but it didn't happen. Oh, we forgot the biggest trade of yesterday. What? Markel Fultz to Orlando. They're saved. He's there, guys. The GM described it as a safe pick. They traded away, I think, a first and second round pick makes me really sad uh, yeah yeah I, it's just damn wait why does that make you sad though markel fultz in the 76ers i was a fan of that i joel Embiid, like i don't know i just i liked him there yeah but he was terrible i know but i still liked him there <laughs> he was terrible it doesn't matter if you liked him there he was awful well i'm allowed to have my feelings have you seen his Zachary? his free throw where he bats it between his hands <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. tosses it up to the rim oh my gosh um yeah philly uh will get jonathan simmons a first round pick that orlando got via the thunder and a second round pick no that's a very good trade for uh, sure but i don't un- really all right orlando's not good enough to be trading away draft picks right now <laughs> and that's just true Sure. They are not in a position where they can be like, oh, yeah, we don't need these draft picks. Like, let's get 
future face of the unless they really believe Markel Folds is going to turn it around, be a face of the franchise. They're not good enough to be trading away picks. Um, but yeah, it is it is a drama filled deadline that I absolutely love. Um, a lot of people are speculating Mike Conley from the Grizzlies was going to get traded. Didn't wind up happening. They decided to keep him. Um, apparently, after meeting with multiple teams and discussing trades with multiple teams, um, they just couldn't find something. I don't think that they wanted. Yeah. Or that they thought benefited them enough. Oh, something else that I saw. It's not trades, but it's um, still NBA drama. Sure. Is um, Kyrie talking about leaving the Celtics? And I don't know if this is the exact quote, but it was like, I don't know. I don't owe anybody shit. Yeah. Something like that. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I would not be – I wouldn't bat an eye if he wound up in Los Angeles with LeBron again. No, I wouldn't be shocked. Cause, but, like, whoa. What a thing to say the night before you go play a home game. I mean, but it's true. He doesn't owe anybody anything. Yeah, but Jesus, dude, don't say it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's a matter of personal opinion. I don't think it hurts anything. I think he was asked about it, and he was like, I don't know anybody's shit. Like, I don't have to, you know, That be just, there. to me, seems like a, like kind of an aggressive, aggressive, like, way to do it. Oh, of course. It, it is 100% way too aggressive um, of a way to handle that. But, you know, I, I, again, I don't see the problem. You know? I guess. I don't know. I just, for me, it kind of seems like. Not that he's, like, trying to be a villain or anything like that, but it's just, I don't know. It seems like he's trying to be, like, this badass. Yeah. And I don't know. That kind of makes me uncomfortable. But I feel like we've sort of seen that, like, kind of mentality developing from him. I know, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not my favorite. Right. Um. Yeah, it is, you know, it is so, the NBA free agency and trade deadline, God, they're just so good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I definitely wanted to, um, I definitely wanted to you know talk about that and make sure you know we covered all our bases, especially Markel Fultz, mm-hmm. especially because that that could be a game changer for Orlando. <laughs> you have a really I, sad face on. I just really like Markel Fultz. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. It's a very exciting time. I'm still bummed. Um. Where do you think? Because now I saw an article that Anthony Davis is going to test free agency in 2020. That's not shocking. So where do you think he winds up? Hmm. Okay. This is a much more difficult question, I think, because now you're talking salaries and things like that. Um, because I think at that point, for me, it would be it would be harder to see him go to the Lakers because of how many like big components they have there. Right. Um. But I think that's definitely where he would want to go. Oh, if for they sure. had like the what the space for him. Yeah, I could see it. I could also see him winding up in Boston. Yeah. If Kyrie stays, if Kyrie stays, I could see him winding up. I don't in think Boston. Kyrie stays though. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know. know where he goes, but I it's almost like I don't know. I don't know if he enjoys being the face of an organization like he is or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm not sure. Um, but anyway. With that being said, I think that's a great place to conclude the show. Yeah. We will definitely um, – let us know if you liked the quickies. You know, we had a couple yeah. people say that they liked them. We had a mm-hmm. couple people say um, 
that they wanted us to cover cover other topics and more specific topics um so just let us know what you want us to cover and we can definitely do that yeah it's very easy for us to get out here and get to the studio and record those yeah. you know 14 minute 20 minute bits uh whatever they wind up being but with that being said thank you so much for joining us again on the easy sports podcast um be sure to follow us on twitter at easy sports pod um leave us a rating and a review on itunes and yeah yeah talk to us thank you so much (laughs) we'll see you guys later